Hello and welcome to another episode of Marifa Podcast. I go by the name of Natumi. It's the final episode. It's episode 10 of Insecure Season 4. So number one, let's start. Round of applause to the creators, to the whole team who've been able to do this. I don't know whether they're going to ever hear my podcast, but just the fact that positive energy to we're rooting for everyone who's black. Mostly here on Marifa, we're really rooting for anyone and everyone who is black and doing their thing. So I want to kick off the show with a quote from a classic black cinematic golden piece of which I'm so biased on. I love everything to do with this film. This is one of the last exchange of dialogue and it goes like this. Open quote. Let me tell you something. This here, right now, at this very moment, is all that matters to me. I love you and it's urgent like a motherfucker. End quote. As taken from Love Jones 1997, written and directed by Theodore Witcher. This is an absolute classic. It stars Nia Long, Lawrence Tate, Isaiah Washington, and I absolutely love it. Love Jones is one of my all-time favourite films. If I ever get confused on anything and I'm like, I don't know what I want to watch, I always go back to Love Jones. I wanted to open with that. Get into the review. Season 4 episode 10 low-key lost so from the previous episode there was that tension from um, molly and isa and molly fake trying to be cordial and being a friend and she wasn't doing a great job of it isa finds out and she's like you know we don't have to be friends we don't have to pretend which is really important you grown people do not have to pretend to be friends it's not by force it's not by force but molly we're bare side eyeing you yeah because it's not even necessary to be like this this energy we don't understand it personally i still don't understand it the episode is directed by pentris penny it's written by Pentris Penny and Issa Rae. Pentris Penny is the showrunner and one of the executive producers of the show. As we all know, Issa Rae is the creator of the show, one of the creators of the show. And it's really nice to actually circle back and have the show having them at the core of it, really executing the core vision of the story. As I said it, I think in one of the earlier episodes, I've always been quite interested with the fact that Issa says that she knows how the story ends. So... I'm always curious to see how that's all going to piece together. In this episode, there's a lot that I had to be like, okay, cool. I see it. I see where you guys are going with this. I was really, really happy. And I'm going to discuss it a little bit later on in the podcast with the direction of the show and the look of the show overall. Going back and looking at the credits and seeing who was at the center of it, I was just really excited to see that it was actually the core team of the show. And I absolutely loved it. Over the show, it's nice to be able to see that Pinterest Penny gives leeway to the artists who are working the directors the cinematographers to have and to inject a lot of who they are but then it was really soothing for me to actually see what I really like when it comes to the direction of the show when it comes to the lighting specific framing and cutaways all those wonderful things were really nicely executed in the show and once again I was happy that is because of them being at the center of it. So the show opens up with Issa and Lawrence at a market. Issa, <laughs> she's trying to find out which flowers are the cheapest one. And she's, she's so cute and so funny. But Lawrence lets her know that he got the job in San Francisco. And they have a very adult conversation on where their relationship is going to go and if they're going to do the long distance thing of which they agree that they're going to be able to and possibly that might be how the story wraps up and then we see molly and andrew who are 
at a work function for Molly, just bantering and kind of like making fun of one of her colleagues. And then they're invited out for drinks, but Andrew's not really feeling it. He wants to, he's happy to be there in that moment, but he wants to be able to go home, put his feet up and, and relax. But Molly's not, Molly's really not wanting that. She wants to be able to go out. She wants Andrew to be there as well. Issa goes to check out an event space at Nathan's Barber. I really, really loved the lighting in this scene. The tones were so beautiful. Thinking about it, the brown tones were also very prominent in the first scene between Issa and Lawrence. So I kind of like that the fact that this carried on the wider angles. It was just so nice and so well like so smooth the wider angles were so smooth and so beautiful and it's nice to to have a very filled space being so spacious on screen so i really like that they have a conversation isa and nathan and it seems like nathan possibly thought that he was gonna find isa open and willing to maybe explore a relationship with him but that didn't work out so you can see the contention that he has in the sense of he wants to really be a little bit more than just friends with her but he has to respect the fact that she's in a relationship with Lawrence so he apologizes which is so grown up we'd love to see it but then it was hilarious for me to actually listen to Issa say her she's gonna try and be a good friend and I at the end of the day these are two people who the start of their friendship was based off an attraction so them further down the road is it's going to be difficult and it's going to be compromising for them to be in that space in my opinion that's how I feel however much you want to respect that Issa is in a relationship she's got always I feel that she's going to be compromised but at the same time she has the experience and the knowledge between what happened with her and Daniel that she wouldn't make that mistake again but I'm not saying that it's going to be easy Andrew and Molly get back home and he's looking forward to just kicking back and watching the final episode of Looking for Latoya but Molly is not ready for it so couples problems you have to watch things together that's your business (laughs) that's why some of us are single because we would like to watch programs in our own timing what is this this then brings to surface the issue of them doing things according to Molly's schedule and they get into a tiff about it they actually have to have this conversation and for the first time Andrew actually speaks out I feel a bit conflicted and a little bit annoyed that we haven't seen a little bit of that it's only now that we're seeing that although when it came to his brother he really he did have an issue with that but then it was valid that Molly didn't really want to be spending time with him. So they get into an argument and Andrew really calls her out, really calls her out. But I don't really feel like Molly is ever... <laughs> I never feel like Molly is really ready to take things in because in her perspective, she sees it as I was busy when I was always busy. That was an issue. So I tried to get you involved in what I was doing and what was going on work-wise so that we can have more time to hang out together. And then now you have an issue with that. And with everything, with relationships, you have to be able to find a balance and it seems that them as a couple, they just haven't really found what the balance is. And someone who works in a creative industry doesn't really want to be spending time with corporate people like an extended amount of time. So I can understand where that's coming from. And once again, 
we're questioning our work-life balance if we really can have it all. I think that's a really strong theme that comes off in this show. Can you really have it all and can you have it all at the time that you want and the time that you're ready for it? Come on. Come on. Look look at me finding themes. So when Andrew and Molly are having their argument, Kelly calls Molly a couple of times up to the point that she's just like, she finally answers and she asks her what's going on only to find out once she gets there that Tiff has gone missing and there is panic uh, just general panic on where exactly she could be because the last that the last that Derek heard from her was the previous night and now it's morning and she's just nowhere to be found but then it's too early for her to be reported missing so they go off on the quest to be able to find where she is they start off in the shopping mall and they're looking around they separate they go their own ways notable mention Prentice was also that had a little cameo in this episode as a security guard which was hilarious to see Kelly is always delivered as no one's business in throughout these the scenes that she was in they don't find her at the shopping mall but they find a bar Uh, where she had gone and had drinks and then afterwards she went to a Mexican restaurant in that moment in the bar it was quite nice for them to have a little bit of a of a moment that that's revealing about the friendship and the good times between the four of them and the effort that they have gone to really be able to do things for each other so they talk about how Issa planned a whole Mexican themed birthday when Molly was not able to go because of the fact that she was working on some cases so that was really nice it was quite revealing and we had a glimpse of the better times between their relationship they make it to the Mexican restaurant that Tiff had gone to finally convince the guy who's working there to check out the CCTV and they see Tiff was there and her catching the bus So they continue on the trail that Tiffany went and they get on the bus and while they're on the bus, they're calling up different hotels trying to locate where she is. And during this time, Derek Dubois, who is Tiffany's husband, played by Wade Elaine Marcus, has a fantastic monologue. It's so heartfelt. It's so real. And one thing that I can actually just say about this whole part and this whole piece is the fact that they did it so well actually there was another episode that I spoke about the fact that I didn't feel that they went deep enough we didn't get enough of a perspective of how he's been feeling but I like the fact that this was it was actually saved for this moment and it was done so well he acted the life out of this character and I'm like okay we we see you Wade we we really see you and he did such a fantastic job throughout this part so while they're on the bus um Kelly is making calls to see what hotel that she possibly could be and then there's this white guy sat next to her who has the nerve the audacity to turn to her and tell her that he had the nerve the audacity he had the nerve and the audacity to Midway, first of all, interrupt her when she's on a call and say that you look like my inner black woman. I don't know where on earth that makes sense, but I hope none of you are doing any of that. Okay? Okay. We're, we're going to leave that there. That's it. So they finally find out that she's in the Sheraton, but they're just a little bit past it and they try to get the bus driver to stop so that they can be able to get out but the bus driver is being like all bus drivers globally he's he's doing too much because of the fact that they've gone past the bus stop he's not he's not willing to stop 
they press the button to to get out <laughs> and him being petty calls the police and they go after he leaves his bus so that he can pursue this group of people who have just pressed the button to get off the bus it's, it's never that serious it's never that serious and once again this white man decides that he's going to interject and he has the whole story on what happened and there's a white woman just just for equal measure to let us know what to let the police know what happened but quickly people were not here for it i mean people all of them were not here for it kelly boss i've been tased before if you're gonna tase me that's it derek reminds her very quickly tiff told me that you pissed yourself and you know the coachella episode she did piss herself so molly comes in diffuses it as much as she can they can finally and go and find tiffany of which they did they go into the hotel and she's in in one of the rooms they approach the room and tiffany finally answers the the door but once again this was Derek. peace we got a good idea of what couples really go through and once again as for comedy i felt it, it did it well it had its comedic aspect of getting through really dark times with with comedy but then the reality of it and it wasn't it wasn't too heavy i really feel this was executed in a really really nice way and i absolutely enjoyed it it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen in next season it's going to come off from these characters i do like the fact that derek has been written a little bit more so we're getting more strength in that character it would have been nice to see chad i don't know where exactly he would have fit in at this moment or somewhere (laughs) but i kind of miss him it's a bit sad to have the season end really having not seen chad that much i know i did say that it's nice the pieces and the doses that we get of him are nice enough a little bit more a little bit more of him just randomly showing up like in episode 10 finally bringing baby stuff because i feel like he would be that late to the party between those scenes we had some really beautiful cutaways of kobe and nipsey hustle just wonderful murals of them in the city that was so nicely done so nicely done and once again giving us a really nice placement of where we are where these characters are and having the space match with them so well that we get a full picture and a full idea of these characters and they do very much exist in LA and this is where they are and that's beautifully executed more so in this episode from the market to these really nice cutaways so a lot of the aerial shots that we see throughout this episode loved it loved it so andrew and molly finally talk and it seems that andrew is not really ready to have the conversation he asks about tiff and what's been going on and what's happening and where she was when they did finally find her but molly is more willing to have that conversation more so because of the fact that it was left halfway it gets to a point that it was left a little bit open from my perspective whether or not they actually do remain together they really have it out and i think it's important obviously for a couple who are getting to know each other there's one key thing that molly says which is both of them haven't gotten this far in a relationship and i don't know whether it's because of the fact that we haven't spent so much time with them but this as it is right now it seems like the timeline is way longer than it actually is and i'm not saying that i wanted like play by play month by month of their relationship but i i kind of feel like there's certain milestones that they really didn't 
specify but then I feel like the relationship feels like maybe something that they've been together for six months or something but that's just me or maybe even longer if I feel like maybe their relationship has, has been a little bit longer than that but then we haven't seen those specific milestones to kind of be able to get that because at the beginning of the season it was still very early days with them they weren't official and then they got official and then they went away together so i'm just like what's the time frame when it comes to this relationship because it determines how invested you're going to be in the relationship and how willing you are to work through certain things and i feel this is something that they should be able to work through but then i feel this new age you'll just rather start over again and go and find someone else and at the end of the day nobody's perfect you're not going to find the perfect person period that's the end children that's my advice so the conversation between andrew and molly i really don't know i don't know if they've broken up i don't know whether they're together i have a feeling that's going to be left open for the next season lawrence goes over to talk to isa you can tell that there's something that there's something that lawrence is holding into this he reveals that dun, 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 condola is with a child condola is pregnant we don't know who got her pregnant but she's telling us right now that it's lawrence i feel feel bamboozled i feel lied to i feel cheated on lawrence lets us know that this was before they got back together before him and Issa got back together and we're just we're going to believe him we're going to believe him i'm hurt i'm really really hurt i I'm her. On behalf of the planning committee, I'm very disappointed by all this and this whole unveiling. But the hilarious thing was I was here talking about how Condola was being underused as a character. Did I not have to just look at myself and just laugh? (laughs) I swear to God, when this was the first time I watched this episode, I was like, what on earth is happening? Why does this have to happen? Like, can't... Issa and Lawrence finally just have a breakthrough. Can we not just have a moment? They All they had to deal with was a long-distance relationship in the next season. Meanwhile, hmm. When I tell you your enemies are working overtime and you guys just want to, you don't want to listen. You don't want to listen. Hmm? Hmm. I'm telling you, this is the example that I will be using all the time. Condola. Condola And the fact that her and Ito Were actually friends at the beginning of this And then now Now they have to be sister wives Hmm. I don't know I don't know I don't know Mm. 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 Mm -mm. Let's just have a moment Have a moment for this one Because I felt it But This was so well executed First of all, the lighting choices, so beautiful. The brown tones in the scene between Condola and Lawrence and Issa and Lawrence were so beautiful. Those tones were so gorgeous. It even hurt. It hurts more because I was like, this looks so beautiful. Ouch. (laughs) I was going back and forth between those two emotions. I was like, oh my God, this looks really nice. The intercutting as well, I like that aspect of it the fact that we actually did get to hear it from condola and that unveiling that reveal so well done it's going to be a lot the next season five is going to be a lot for these characters because obviously you're making that decision first of all this is i'm telling you your enemies are hey they're clocking in over time some people are working nine to five your enemy is just working 24 hours they're swapping shifts then you know because 
did we not just get peace and harmony for Issa and Lawrence? Did we not just finally get that? And then, boom, that's it. Oh, oh, my chest, my chest, my chest, my chest. Oh, my God. I'm in severe pain. I'm in severe pain for this. Oh, my God. I had so much hope for these guys. Mm. Meanwhile, this gallivanting. Pa, pa, pa. Now, baby is in here. Ow. And then look at Condola. I had to let you know. Ah, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Lawrence, obviously, your pull-up game is, is trash. That's all we can say. That's all we can say to this. Oh, the emotions. are there too. I can't. I'm happy this was the last episode because my emotions, they need to recover. They need time to recover and, and come back ready to raise this child because now he can't be a deadbeat. He can't be. We can't allow that. He cannot be. But the question is, now, Issa, are you going to be the one who will remain in this relationship? Eh? Are you going to remain in this? How does that even work? Ha! Jesus. Mm. Are you going to be there during the delivery? You know, you will hold one hand. Lawrence will hold the other hand. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. So, mm. guys, you can obviously tell this has affected me because I was here for hashtag Issa Law. You know, Issa and Lawrence, I was here for it. Meanwhile, 2020 just doesn't want us to win, you know. 2020 just does not want us to win. Mm. Come on. Issa goes actually to her balcony and and has a smoke because God God knows that's that's the thing that can get you through at that point. Once again, beautiful shot. So nicely executed. And then the final scene is her meeting up with Molly. And I, I really like the exchange and the dialogue in this final part. Molly says to her, I'm glad that you came. Issa responds to her and says that I'm glad that you called. And one of the biggest thing was Issa actually saying that Molly is not really making an effort to reach out and reconcile things. And I feel like Issa was always open to that. But then the one thing that I would actually say is when someone shows you who they are, you better believe them. I really feel that Molly has shown Issa who she is capable of being. That episode, that outburst that she had, and let's put it out there, like possibly her and Andrew have gone their separate ways. It was not nice how she she acted towards her, how she behaved. Realistically, even if my friend apologized to me, I would still have a side eye to you. And I'm saying this as someone who has been forgiving to people doing trash things to me and I've taken them back as friends and they turned around and tried to basically destroy me even further and make out that they're better than or whatever it is that they felt at that point. Only God and them knows. And I think the thing about it is you live so much in your head and for some people they believe what they have done when it comes to friendships that they're in the right but as a person who's on the receiving end of that it's so important to actually just mentally take a note of it's important to take a note of that because it's so revealing about a character 
for you as a friend to turn around and be in a position to put your relationship above as Issa said making up new rules and pushing your friend aside that was not nice so we don't know what's going to happen within that conversation I like that there's been quite a few things that have been left open when it comes to the next season and the decisions that these characters are going to make but the show ends with a really nice song by Tyler the creator Are We Still Friends leaving it quite open to answer more questions in the next season when that comes around overall this was a good season it was a really strong season in comparison to the last more work definitely was put into this it's been nice to be able to see the different quirks of the writers who've been a part of the show of the directors and the cinematographers that's been so evident throughout the season and I've really enjoyed that when it comes to the cinematography and directing there's three episodes that really stood out for me the block party the individual scenes with Issa those were done really well the cinematography of that was really nice as well the solo episode six that was really beautifully shot as well and I really enjoyed that and then really like the directing in this as well as the cinematography and I enjoyed that. As a tightly compact show we always seem to have a lot to talk about when it comes to Insecure. Once again as a fan I've not been disappointed as a creative myself I've not been disappointed with this episode and the season. I'm looking forward to finally the whole time I've been doing these I have not listened to any commentary on Insecure so I have a lot of podcasts to catch up on and I really hope that you guys have actually enjoyed listening to me talk about Insecure and hopefully you've taken some tidbits here and there as we continue to grow to learn and to blossom in this journey thank you so much for taking out the time to listen to me and to listen to this podcast you're beautiful 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 I leave you with a quote from none other than Maya Angelou I said it before and I will say it again when someone shows you who they are believe them I'm Natumi, this is Marie for Podcast. This has been the review for Insecure, the finale, episode 10, season 4, Low Key Lost. Please take the time out to like, share and subscribe to this podcast and we'll catch up in the next podcast. Thank you. Bye.